Welcome to First Do No Harm's first mini-series, Old Wives' Tale. Is it fact or is it fiction? An old wives' tale is a supposed truth that comes from some type of superstition. It's normally passed down by older women to a younger generation, which is where the phrase old wives' tale comes from. These are considered superstition, folklore, or they have some type of unverified claims with exaggerated and or inaccurate details. So your job as the listener is to figure out which one of these old wives' tales has been proven to be true. So let's get started. I reached out on First Do No Harm podcast Facebook page as well as the Instagram account that is linked to this podcast and I asked you listeners what are some of your favorite old wives tales mostly I got back a lot of pregnancy ones that were pretty funny so I thought for this first episode that's what we're gonna knock out I have four old wives tales for you and I want you to see if you can guess which two are true and which two are false. The first old wives tale we have is, if you have heartburn while you carry, it means your baby will be hairy. The second one is, you can't get pregnant while you're breastfeeding. The third one is, eat your veggies now, your babies will like them later. And the fourth one is, carrying your baby high indicates you're going to have a boy. But if you carry your baby low, it means you're having a girl. So which ones are the false ones? The first one that is not true is you can't get pregnant while you're breastfeeding. So to explain why this is not true, let's talk about ovulation. Ovulation is the time that a woman's body releases an egg and it can get fertilized by sperm. Breastfeeding often prevents ovulation. However, women who breastfeed their infants exclusively for six months are less likely to ovulate during this time than women who do not breastfeed. While some women use breastfeeding as birth control, doctors call this the lactational amenorrhea method. Amenorrhea just simply means the lack of menstruation. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the following three factors must be present for lactational amenorrhea, therefore having the best chance at preventing pregnancy. From what I read, all three of these things must happen together. The first factor is the baby must be younger than six months old. After six months, breastfeeding often becomes less frequent, and that increases the risk that ovulation will return. The second one is the mother must be exclusively or almost exclusively breastfeeding. If the mom is giving formula or other foods to the baby, that increases the time between breastfeeding sessions. So breastfeeding on demand with intervals of no more than four to six hours between feedings is the most effective strategy. And the third one is the woman's period must not have returned. Even though not all menstruating women are fertile, the return of a woman's period suggests that the body is preparing to ovulate. Research on the effectiveness of this is still mixed, and there's a major challenge 
to use in this method at all. For example, traveling away from the baby overnight or spending really long days at work can create gaps in breastfeeding and that makes the method less effective. According to Planned Parenthood though, it's 98% effective when people use this method in the first six months after the baby's born. After six months postpartum, it's obviously less effective. Women who are not considering another pregnancy might think about starting to use another contraceptive method. The other one that is not true is the old wives' tale. Carrying your baby high indicates a boy, while carrying your baby low means you're having a girl. This one sounds like it could possibly be scientific because it seems possible that the position or shape of the uterus could reflect something about the baby that's growing inside, right? It's not just high and low. There's also a belief that carrying wide indicates a girl and carrying narrow means that it's a boy. First of all, what do these things even mean? Hmm? High and low are about the position of the uterus. So when someone says carrying high, it means the most protruding part of the pregnant baby bump is high on the woman's abdomen, sometimes right up under the breasts. If a woman's carrying low, the giant mound of baby is closer to the pelvis. Wide and narrow refers to the shape of the uterus. Entirely out front would be narrow, and to the sides would be wide. If a woman is carrying high and wide, that could mean it's a girl though, right? Sure, it does, but only 50% of the time. It turns out the high-low method is just as accurate as pouring Drano into a cup of woman's urine, which is another old wives' tale. Lots of people would swear by these methods, but think about it. When there's always a 50-50 chance of being right, you're going to get a lot of correct predictions. What actually determines the position of the baby, it comes down to the muscles and the body type. So the tighter a woman's abdominal muscles, whether it's due to age or fitness, the higher the bump rides. An older woman or someone who's had her abdominal muscles loosened by prior pregnancies will usually carry lower. And the shape is related to the body type, specifically the length of someone's torso. A short torso results in less room for the uterus to grow upward, so it ends up getting wider. A woman with a longer torso has more room between the pelvis and the rib cage, so the uterus can stay narrow as it grows. The baby's position also matters. A baby who's stretched in sideways makes a woman carry wider. And as the baby drops late in pregnancy, a high bump will get lower. Did you pick out the two that were incorrect? Well, I'm going to explain to you why the other two are actually scientifically proven to be correct. For the old wives' tale, heartburn while you carry means your baby will be hairy. This is kind of folksy sounding, but it's actually true. Researchers at Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore, Maryland, they found that when pregnant women reported moderate heartburn, they had hairy newborns 82% of the time. The majority of heartburn-free women gave birth to bald babies. Are you a little surprised? When I told my mom about this podcast, here's some old wives' tales that I think that I'm going to use. I mentioned this one and she's like, fact, that one is absolutely true. Because she had a lot of heartburn with me, and I came out with a full head of hair. Are you surprised? So was the study's lead author, Kathleen 
Castigan. She's the director of the hospital's fetal assessment center. She said that she heard of this old wives' tale hundreds of times, and she used to tell her patients it was nonsense. She decided that they were going to do the study, thinking that they would be able to debunk the myth. The researchers surmise that higher levels of estrogen and progesterone, which are the pregnancy hormones that stimulate fetal hair growth, they also relax the esophageal sphincter, which allows stomach acid to back up into the esophagus and cause gastric reflux which is also known as heartburn. And the other one that is scientifically proven is if you eat your veggies now, your babies will like them later. Why is this? Well, the foods and drinks that you ingest actually flavor the amniotic fluid that the fetus starts swallowing in the second trimester. Science has shown that babies who are exposed to vegetables in utero are more likely to develop a preference for them when they begin eating solids and as they grow into adults. Flavors from the mom's diet are also transmitted through her breast milk. One study published in Pediatrics showed that four to eight-month-olds whose nursing moms ate green beans accepted the vegetable more readily and ate three times more of them than babies who were not exposed to them. A mom's baby can even learn to like bitter-tasting varieties like kale if she eats them regularly during pregnancy. Unfortunately, the same holds true for cookies, chips, and other no-nutrient snacks. Recent research discovered that when pregnant rats ate diets high in sugar and fat, their babies were more likely to become junk food junkies themselves. Well, there you had it. Make sure you comment on the Instagram account or the Facebook podcast page and let us know how you did. Did you get them all right? Did you already know or did you get them all wrong and we completely stumped you? Leave us a message. Let us know. And also let us know how you liked today's episode. The first of the mini series, Old Wives Tales, Fact or Fiction?